Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a exclusive Patreon episode and a live Instagram. Uh, uh, what are we doing? A podcast uh, episode. Cigar Store Idiots. That's it. There That's who go. we are. That's who we what's are. What's going on? I am Rob, and you, sir, are? I don't know. You don't know. We're just who, gonna, who are you today? Uh, today, I am Otto. <laughs> Tomorrow, Otto. I will be Arlo. And when I get home, I will be Jujaba. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we got Tyler back in the house. Tyler, what's happening, man? Uh, no, it's happening, man. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah. How's, how's adulthood? Sucks, doesn't it? It's not all As that bad, bad yet. Man. Not yet. Yet? Does it get worse? Yeah. Don't get married. Don't have kids as long as possible. I waited till I was 30. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm. It makes, that's not on the to-do list. It makes it a little harder. It does. It makes it a little and I still, so. when I had my son, was not mature enough to have kids. <laughs> I'm I'm 47. I don't even know if I'm still mature enough to have kids. So what we're doing with this episode today, uh, and again, I'm glad to have Tyler in here with us, but what we're doing, Patreon exclusive episode, we may leak it out to our mainstream platforms uh, uh, in the future, but uh, if you guys want this content, uh, then you got to join our Patreon. Exclusive. Exclusive. Podcast with the happy ending. And so... <laughs> I, well, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, some, some sort of happy ending. So, but, uh, we, uh, we want you guys to be involved in everything we do and we're trying to go down different avenues to, to grow the podcast. Uh, so, uh, thank you for being a Patreon and, uh, thank you for your dollar bills. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's jump on into this one. So, um, I ran across this story. Uh, everybody knows, uh, about Albert Einstein and the accomplishments that he had. Probably one of the smartest men in the whole wide world. Uh, you ever heard the the saying? Uh, he made the light bulb, right? No, that was Thomas Edison. <laughs> Close. <laughs> he he made a light bulb that killed a whole bunch of people, though. Yeah, like uh, he did in Japan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, those two two nasty bombs. Okay. We dropped on I didn't him. know he was in on that. He to be was honest a, with he you. was the creator of those two things. So. Oh. But uh, you hear people say all the time, uh, "It didn't." You don't take an an Einstein to do it. Well, when it comes to marriage, 
you definitely don't want to be an Einstein when it goes down to it. So the story we're going to talk about tonight is the story of Elsa Einstein's cruel, incestuous marriage to Albert. So I'm t- I'm t- I'm thinking from the from the title, <laughs> they may have been related. Yeah, dude. Why do people? Why do people do Back that? Back then, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. Times I, were different, man. They were. I guess it was slim pickings if you uh, wanted to get married. I don't know. So, um, Elsa Einstein was Albert Einstein's wife. She was also his first cousin. And he also cheated on her a lot, apparently. With his second so, cousin. Yeah, with his <clears throat> with his mom. I don't know. It's gross. Jesus. Um, Elsa Einstein was often thought of as her husband's trusted companion, a woman who knew how to handle her the brilliant physicist. Albert Einstein's wife nursed him back to health in eight or nineteen seventeen when he fell seriously ill and she accompanied him on all the trips as he gained his global celebrity status. Um he was probably blowing up on Instagram back in the day. Like, <laughs> he, was, he was blowing up in Japan. I he probably heard. had a lot of followers. <laughs> TikTok. Was are, we lose, are, we, are we losing our Japan market now? I'll stop. I'll stop talking about that. So, um, uh, even though the marriage looked good on the outside, it was much darker uh, and uh, more disturbing than it so actually was. Did they say when they got married? Like how old? How old were they when they got married? God, I can't even talk. My I know. Oh, no, well, it's, you're, you're, you've been spending too much time with me. Uh, it just kind of goes into uh, and when she was born, uh, Elsa Einstein was born Elsa Einstein on January the 18th of 1876. Uh, it's not a mistake. Elsa's father was Rudolf Einstein, which was the cousin of Albert Einstein's father. If you thought that was strange, um, her mother and Albert's mother were also sisters. What? So Elsa and Albert double? were actually double first cousins. Hmm. Ain't that interesting? I guess somewhere they make it okay. I don't. I don't two really, negatives make a positive. I mean, I if guess. it weren't for the double part, it'd be a little. Mm, yeah. You know, <laughs> that double negative it cancels out. <laughs> it's all right. It does. Though. It does. So. It don't. The, the family tree still grows in it's, a in a decent structure. It may structure. twist a little bit, but it's it's branching. There, it, it may lack a few branches on one of those big limbs. So maybe why like, they didn't have no cheering. It could be it was too smart for his own good. I guess. So. Hell no! <laughs> he knew better. He knew better than to have children. Yeah. Um, Elsa changed her name when she was when she was married to her first her first husband uh, Max Lowenthal in 1896. The two had three children before getting divorced in eight, 1908. Well, so she was 20 when she married her first husband. Yes. And then uh, had two children in less than 10 years. Yeah. So that's not too bad. It's not too bad. In, in 1908, she regained her maiden name once she married Albert. But is she double Einstein? She's Lowenthal Einstein she's, or she's Einstein, Einstein, Einstein. She's Einstein, Einstein, Einstein squared. squared. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's squared, so... <laughs> Uh, Albert Einstein had a marriage before Elsa as well. His first wife, uh, Maliva Maria, was a Siberian mathematician, and uh, the two were married in 1903. Through Einstein, uh, or though Einstein was initially charmed and impressed by Maria, an archive of nearly 1,400 letters written by Einstein uh, gave evidence that he became attached and became very cruel to his first wife. So, uh, and then there's pictures of him as well. So, well, is there not? I mean, I wonder if he was cruel to her because he. Felt like he was superior to her. Superior I, to her. And I, I could see that, and that happens a lot. 
And back uh, then it would have because there's no, I mean, you're spending, God, could you imagine spending every waking moment, no breaks? Well, women didn't have an educa- much of an education back in that time. And for either, her to be so. an, a mathematician, That's, that may have been a, another sticking point. Well, that, wasn't he German? He was. So, you know, for a long time, the Germans and the Russians, they just don't see eye to eye. Mm-mm. No, there's a whole big thing about it. Yeah, a couple of times. A <laughs> couple of times. <laughs> big, big shenanigans over there. Tyler, what we're basically trying to say is uh, don't try to marry your cousins. No, we, we got good looking. We got good looking stock in the family. I can tell you that, but it's all off limits. So just press forward. Good looking so, stock. Huh? We got good stock. If we do, we gotcha. do good genes. On your on 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 Papa's side, I could sure. I could have um, inherited. They a few skipped more. me. They yeah. skipped me, but yeah. for whatever reason. So, uh, the letters were donated uh, by Elsa Einstein's daughter Margaret on in early 1980s. Margaret died in 1986 and had a specific and specified when uh, she donated the letters that they weren't to be released until 20 years after her death. Okay. So, 06 is when they. I bet they didn't hold to that 20-year, did they? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, intermixed with excited uh, letters about his scientific discoveries, like in 1915 he wrote uh, to his son, I've just completed the most splendid work of my life, uh, likely the final calculation that proved that the general theory of relativity. Uh, they were also uh, shown to be a darker person there as well. One of his letters to his wife gave her a meticulous list of uh, do's and don'ts, and uh, how to operate their marriage. And I can just imagine if I went home and spouted these off, I'm probably getting punched in the face uh, about. I can't do a good German accent. A quarter way through the list. But if we, you know, we need a, ger- a good German accent and then we just need to come up with a list. Yeah. Oh, God dang. I'm gonna, I'll go over some of those. And he, he, he diagrams it, he outlines it all out. Hey, you will see to it that my clothes are kept and linen are kept in order. That's right. Two. That I am served three regular meals a day in my room. In his room? B. Talking about breakfast in bed, man. You, you will renounce all personal relations with me, except when these are required to keep up social appearances. So don't touch me. Feed me. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Be my maid, but then when we're in public, dote on me. In addition, he wrote, you will expect no affection from me. And you must leave my bedroom or study at once without protest when I ask you to. This would have been good to do in a German accent. Sounds to me like he I don't knew his way one. around a dishwasher. He knew his... <laughs> a smart man. <laughs> Is that what we're calling her now? No. A dishwasher? <laughs> That's what I'm Household That's actually, appliances, man. That's actually He's a smart man. He was. Meanwhile, Albert started getting closer to Elsa around 1912 while he was still married to Maria Though the two had grown up spending time uh, with each other as cousins, as cousins typically do, uh, it was only around that time that they had developed a a romantic correspondence with one another. This even gets worse, if you don't think it could get worse. Oh, it's going to. I can feel it in my bones. While he was sick, Elsa provided her devotion uh, to Albert by taking care of him. And in 1919, he did divorce Maria. He said, kick rocks. Pound sand, woman. Take your mathematics degree and shove it up your ass and uh, leave my chambers immediately but make sure i got a sandwich on the table before you go and the dishes are done and i got starch <laughs> in my pants <laughs> you know what she said uh after no i'm not even gonna tell i can't tell those jokes on here sorry 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 it's a good hey, man they pay to play on this one that's right uh you know what uh 
No, I can't. Still can't do it. <laughs> oh man, Frau Einstein. <laughs> Albert wed Elsa on June the 2nd of 1919, shortly after his divorce was final. Uh, but a letter showed that he wasn't in so much of a rush to get married to her. Here comes the shitty part. Uh, attempts to be forced, attempts to force me to, uh, into marriage come from my cousin's parents and is mainly attributed to vanity, though moral prejudice, which is still very much alive in the old generation, he wrote. So he was, her family's like, if y'all gonna be getting down, Y'all, y'all got to get married. Y'all going to be touching no-no squares. You got to get married. I mean, it's already embarrassing enough that you're kin, but you got to get married. If she kept her last, the Lowenthal, it wouldn't have been as publicly maybe frowned upon, I guess, but it could be. And, you know, we're looking at the time, too, this this time period. Well, I was going to say, hell, nobody would have known it. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken an, a damn archivist to dig up birth certificates back then. So, And then yeah. you've got the First World War. They shit all over Germany and so I mean, if these letters didn't pop off, then I don't think we would have known about it. To be he honest, said, with you. Um, November twenty seventh, the year of the harvest moon. I fell out of likings with my wife, for she did not make my sandwiches accordingly, cheese. and my linens were somewhat wrinkly. Wrinkly. No, I'm just kidding. That's like my sack. <laughs> wrinkly like my. Like my turkey giblet neck. Uh, just like just like his first wife, Albert's uh, enchantment would also turn into detachment as he had several affairs with a number of young women. Well, at least he was going back with the younger women. But <clears throat> let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, once during their marriage, Elsa discovered Albert had a brief affair with uh, Ethel Makanowski, one of her friends. Albert wrote uh, to Elsa in regards to the affair, simply stating... One should do what one enjoys and won't harm anyone else. So he's like, look, it ain't bothering you. I uh, done told you, woman, we ain't touching. But I'm touching I'm knocking else. boots with your best friend. Yeah. I'm going to take her down through there. She makes my hair stand on end. Here's the worst part of it. Elsa's children from her first marriage allegedly viewed Albert as a father figure. But he also developed an infatuation with her eldest daughter. Um, no. Yeah, Elise. No, yeah. No. Man, leave the kids out. Leave in one of, of this, the man. most startling res- uh, revelations in this whole story, Albert had uh, considered breaking off the engagement to Elsa so he could propose to her 20-year-old daughter instead. How old was he at the time? 50? <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, by the early... He's smart enough to know what's going on. Uh, by the early 1930s, uh, atheism was on the rise, and Albert had become the target of various white ri- White wing groups, you white squid wabbits. Wabbits. <laughs> you damn wabbits. Right wing groups. Easy for me to say. Uh, the two factors contributed to Albert and Elsa Einstein's decision to move from Germany into the United States in 1933, where they settled in Princeton, New Jersey. And the New Jersey ladies, we have audio, but we just couldn't get it playing. <laughs> they tried to explain to Elsa how she should treat her man. and Yeah. And... It, it, it's something that to behold. I mean, if you can ever hear it, when a when a good New Jersey lady tells her husband to go pound sand too, get the fuck out of here. Well, you, I ain't got twenty minutes to iron your goddamn pants. What the fuck? <laughs> and you, I tell you what, you can get your own goddamn sandwich. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. That's right. And I'm going to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Not long after their move, Elsa received news that uh, her daughter had developed cancer. Uh, her daughter was still living in Paris at the time, and Elsa traveled to France uh, to spend time with her on her final days. 
Upon returning back to the United States in 1935, Elsa was plagued with health, health issues of herself. Uh, she had developed heart and liver problems, which continually got worse. wonder if she was being poisoned. Hmm. Um, during the time, Albert retreated further into his work. He's like, bitch, just bitch, hurry up and die. She's so frail, I can't look at her. <laughs> Walter Isaacson, the author of Einstein, His Life and Universe, addressed the, the dual, duality of the psychic. Psychic physicist same thing god dang it the wise just moved when <laughs> when confronted with the emotional needs of others einstein tended to retreat into the objectivity of his science yeah but think about all those high iq people they have no people skills like i had a high really school don't. i had a high school science teacher he was brilliant he just could not convey his knowledge to his students and he was so weird man yeah odd you, i mean you can only imagine what's going on upstairs though man yeah, that that's like high octane running up there that I don't know anything about. <laughs> Me either. I'm a little jealous myself. It's, I'm doing my, good to feed the cheese to the rat. If here. you if you try to watch that horse, keep that escape, wheel spinning. <laughs> look, if you if you go back to uh, was it the never ending story and you try to watch that horse pull itself out of the mud, that's what my that's brain. What, that's what goes on between my ears every day. So yeah, it's a sad place to be, especially when you take two gummies when you think they're half the milligram and they're actually full on. Yeah, yeah. Good morning. It was a long morning <laughs> for me. Um, while Elsa Einstein spent much of her marriage to Albert as an organizer and gatekeeper for him, Albert's uh, math- mathematical brain seemed unequipped when it came to dealing with all the atrocities of deep emotional relationships. Yeah. That's what you just said. He just compartmentalizes it. It makes sense. And I do know people that are like on next level fucking smart and they, they deal with those same things too. So they're very awkward in public or they're very awkward in a in a social setting. Um, Elsa Einstein died December the 20th of 1936 in her and Albert's Princeton home. It's reported that Albert was generally heartbroken over his loss and his friend, Peter Bucky commented that it was the first time he ever saw Albert cry. Well, see, and I wonder if in that situation, it's, uh, almost like cohabitating, but he got used to her being there, kind of helping him. And I guess she kind of felt... She know. was a coping mechanism for him. Yeah, so probably. to say. Sounding board, and then she probably loved him in her own way and knew his little quirks and stuff. But still, I mean, that's still got to be. He would be like, and it's not at all, but it would be like if he was on the spectrum trying to deal with loss like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, though Elsa and Albert uh, did not have a perfect marriage <laughs> by any, any means necessary. I don't know um, if that definition exists. <laughs> Uh, with uh, Albert's uh, potential inability to function as an emotional apt person, he realized it's probably his best exemplified in a letter he wrote to the son of his friend, uh, Michael Besso. After Michael's death, Albert said, what I admire about your father the most is that for his whole life, he stayed with one woman. That's a project which I failed grossly two times. So, yeah, so that was it. I mean, he had regrets um for specific uh, just specifically not being able to hold a marriage down but he didn't have any regrets regrets about fucking his first cousin or hitting on anything goes, or hitting dude. on her 20 year old daughter yeah yeah so weird that's a weird ass story that is a weird and i never story. knew i never knew about it just like another thing i didn't know about which you guys i sent today um johnny cash johnny first cash's wife. first wife was african-american i did not know that 
The man in black. The man in black w- never went back. <laughs> so, which I'm not, you know, I just thought it was just she interesting. She was gorgeous, too. But man. they call Those it, pictures of her, she was beautiful. She was, yeah. They, there's a term that they use that uh, African-American people use. It's uh, it, it, dealing with history. They call it, um, what is it? They call it white history um, cleansing. So they clean all that stuff out of the history books. You know, kind of like when we talked about with the Tulsa riots uh, and things like that. So, but I never knew that. I never knew Johnny Cash's uh, his uh, first wife Vivian was a uh, was African American. So there's photos out there. I mean, yeah. you can see it. Um, they did tell everybody that she was from a heavy. Her family had heavy Sicilian blood. Uh, they were from Sicily, uh, and then there was something. But no, buddy. I don't think so. I don't think unless Indian you watch Princess would have went over. Unless well. you watch True Romance, and you talk about Dennis Dennis Hopper telling Christopher Walken where the Sicilians came from and the Moors. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, that's uh, gonna. I got a lot more respect for Johnny Cash after knowing that. Oh, no doubt. Living I in mean, that in that time in the era. Really, yeah, yeah. And well, it would have been before well, him why, and June. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And so you're you're talking late thirties, early forties. That's why they probably said she was Sicilian. So he didn't take a backlash on it when he started trying to, you know, get his shit together with music. So, which is a shame. Yeah, it is. But I absolutely respect him for doing what yeah. Johnny does. You know. Yeah. But uh, it's, you it's know, a and shame a, he had to hit the road and find a, a new one. But I mean, that's why you do it. You just go. <laughs> yeah, when you make it big, yourself man. Work. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this Patreon exclusive episode, and also this live stream we had on Instagram. If you guys can hear me, go follow Cigar Store Idiots Podcast on Instagram. It is huge for us. It's CSIdiots01 is our Instagram handle. Please go follow that. We're trying to get to 1,000 followers because that allows us to grow uh, the podcast in a different direction. It's very helpful for us. Uh, So please uh, tell your friends to go follow us on Instagram, CSIdiots Podcast 01. Uh, go check it out go follow us and uh, thanks for listening everybody have an awesome day and we'll do it again soon take care fellas Tyler good to see you man good to hear from y'all all All right everybody take care and uh, be good to each other